Hello Libra, welcome to your Aries season audio horoscope. This is Renee and this is Embodied Astrology. So my style as an astrologer is to do my best to describe an embodied interpretation of astrology. So I'm going to be speaking to experiences and sensations that I'm picking up through your chart. I don't know your specific life circumstances. Please make the meaning that is meaningful for you. Trust your intuition as you listen and take what works and leave the rest. I encourage people to listen to the horoscopes for their sun and rising sign. And if you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. Okay, Libra, it is Aries season, and that means that if you are a Libra sun, you're celebrating your half birthday this season. Aries is the opposite of Libra, and whenever we're dealing with opposition in the signs, we are dealing with relationship. The oppositional dyad kind of uh, idea, the one-on-one, the partners, the important relationships, the spouses, the collaborators, but also the people that we encounter in our lives out in the world, whether or not we are encountering them face to face. There is a feeling in this, uh, in this relationship of you with your opposite sign of you being a person in the world who needs to relate out in the world, who projects yourself out as an individual who relates. Now, as Aries season commences and begins, there is a lot of energy moving into this sign. And Aries is the opposite of Libra. Libra is a sign that is pretty into relationship, and Aries is a sign that's pretty into autonomy, is bringing some interesting energy into your relational space. So as a Libra, (laughs) your... um, how I'm reading your chart, you know, the Libra energy fills your autonomous being and the Aries energy feel, fills your relational space. And this is kind of a funny setup for people who are Libras, for people who are Libra risings, which is that you have to figure out how to be yourself in relationships. And a lot of the Libra energy and influence um, teaches us to relate. It teaches us how to meet in the middle, how to find peace, how to be in harmony, Um, Libra as an energy doesn't particularly enjoy conflict unless the conflict is very clearly going to help us come together and find a middle ground in some way. And Aries as an energy is very different than that. It is the opposite. It's the energy that helps us move away and differentiate and feel our own autonomy. Aries is connected to the symbolism of the planet Mars, and Mars is sometimes described as a sword or represented as a sword. It is a sharpness that cuts us, um, you know, that or that can cut through an attachment, that can slice through um, a codependency. So in this Aries season, it feels to me like there is a lot of learning for you that is happening and experiences that might be arising around relationship. These may be specific relationships for you. These may be Um, more about you in general in relationship. And it feels like you are really being encouraged and asked to stand for yourself, to differentiate, to be who you are, to fight for your own freedom. There may be um, 
really important contracts that you want to shift somehow that you want to get out of maybe that you want to form um, but if you're forming them they would probably have more to do with you feeling some kind of increased freedom or increased autonomy and the way that you are being asked to go about this is interesting because I think that there is some struggle in differentiating or there's some struggle in um, your own autonomy. And I have to say that every Libra I've ever worked with, you know, this is part of your life path. This is part of your life learning is to lean into conflict, right? Like to lean into separation or the potential for separation, um, to not be scared of disharmony and to learn to see the ways that you, um, when you are yourself and not trying to please or concede to other people, that you can actually serve relationship. And that when you get caught up in trying to please, or if you kind of dilute your own energy and trying to concede or compromise, that actually that can sometimes not serve your relationships so much. So right now there's, there's this kind of interesting feeling that I'm picking up in your chart and that I'm, <laughs> I can describe the feeling as the sensation that I get when my legs have fallen asleep and then they're starting to wake back up. And so if you've had that experience and it's like your, your limbs are tingling and it's kind of an excruciating, ticklish, weird, ah, like weak, kind of woozy feeling that I get. That's actually kind of the feeling I get as I tune in with your chart where it feels like you are getting a lot of energy and vitality starting to move through your being that really wants to experience a selfhood where you feel ignited and inspired to kind of do your own thing in a particular way. You might be um, thinking about traveling, you might be thinking about creative projects, you might be thinking about other ways that you want to feel yourself and feel your own power and feel your strength and explore your potential. But in order to do that, you have to find some of your own space, you have to differentiate. Differentiating might be, again, in the context of a particular relationship. So there might need to be a line that gets drawn or some space is actually taken. And it might be in a more of kind of like a psychic differentiation, where if you're thinking about, you know, in general, being a person in the world and, um, you know, doing your Libra thing, um, bringing value into the world by being a relational being, by being a being that brings beauty and pleasantness in whatever ways that you do, um, there might be a kind of psychic uh, differentiation that needs to happen or an energetic differentiation where you are, are needing to just come into yourself right now and determine for yourself that it's not about other people. It's not about what they think. It's not about what they want. It's not about their judgment. It's not about trying to get along with them or please them. And that you have to figure out what you want for yourself and how you want to move with yourself. Now, throughout this month, it's not that you're not relational, okay? I want to say that there is actually a lot of potential for relationality in your chart. And 
when it comes to collaborative relationships where there's some kind of feeling of um, being able to create together or build together, um, this is a really exciting territory for you right now. These kind of collaborations, creating or building with another person or other people can happen anywhere, any place. They can be with people of any age, any identity, right? Like, so this isn't necessarily about romance or partnership. It's just connecting. It's just a feeling of chemistry. Like, oh, there is a creative space. There is some potentiality within this relationship. Those kinds of relationships are super supportive for you right now. Also, relationships with people, whether or not you know them personally, that are teachers for you, that offer wisdom for you, um, are so supportive for you in, in this moment. We all can find our teachers in a lot of different kinds of figures. And so it may be that you have a relationship with an author that you love, you know, or a spiritual teacher. And this is a time when you can really lean into that that support of their wisdom. It may be that you are learning a lot from your neighbor who's like a totally different kind of person than you that's had a completely different life. They have completely different experiences, but they're helping you see outside of your own experience and your mind is, is getting opened. There are a lot of different ways that we can learn, but if there are people in your life right now that feel like they help you expand your awareness and you know, break outside of uh, boxes in your thinking. These are also incredibly important relationships and they're super supportive for you at this time, especially. So collaborative, creative combinations and your, your wisdom mentors can really, really help you right now to feel yourself and to feel yourself as a, a being who is a self. You know, that you're a unique being and you have particular wants and desires and things that you don't want and desire and who you are as a unique being um, has, a, has a place here. And if you find conflict or disagreement with others being yourself, that's okay. Conflict and disagreement can be rich with opportunity for, for growth and an increased intimacy and relationship when we can really be ourselves with each other is the best relationships, right? So reach out to the folks who can help you stand strong in yourself and feel vital and feel engaged and um, have a good time, you know, and feel like you're growing. These are going to be helpful. Um, so the first week and a half or so of Aries season brings in a lot of new feeling energy. Aries season begins on March 20th. And from the 20th through the um, end of the month, there is a, a kind of um, really palpable flow of just new feeling energy coming into our lives. Now, especially the first week of Aries season from the 20th or the first five days, I should say, from the 20th through the 25th, a lot of new feeling energy. I want to encourage you to think back to June of last year of 2020, June 3rd, 2020, a, a cycle began. And and on the 25th of March in 2021, um, that cycle is reaching a halfway point. 
And this is a Venus cycle that I'm talking about. And at this particular point, we're moving into the part of this cycle that actually is more of like an uplifting, externalizing, and expressive part of the cycle. Whereas the last nine months have been more of an internal descending and deepening energy. So as you think back to last June, you might think specifically um, uh, uh, towards kind of like, I want to say it's like your growth potential or your inner philosophy or the idea of like a path that you might have been working with, a directionality. This doesn't have so much to do with um, like what are you doing with your life, the way that we often think about that within like a construct of capitalism. It's more like why are you here? You know, like what kind of person do you want to be? What, um, how are you growing and how are you being asked to grow? How are you being asked to open your mind to new ideas? So if you think back to last June and consider in the last nine months, how have you been growing? What have you been um, working with in your own consciousness to be um, you know, the, the the next version of you, kind of like your whatever update you're on now, right? Like of, of moving towards being your best self or your highest self. And this is a lifelong project, right? Like as we move through our lives, we're constantly learning, we're constantly growing. So is there a particular point of growth that you've been working with um, in the last nine months? Now, as we move into the next nine months, this point of growth really wants to take root within your relationships and within your concept of yourself as a relational being. And you're going to get a lot of support for this this month. Um, as we move into the full moon, which uh, happens on March 28th, this is a full moon in your sign. So if you have sun or ascendant or other um, planets or points around eight degrees of Libra, um, especially that's the degree point of the full moon, then you definitely want to pay attention uh, to their symbolism and consider what they are. And for example, let's say you have your sun at eight degrees of Libra, um, get on the internet and, you know, search uh, what is the sun in astrology? And I'll tell you now, you know, that the sun has a lot to do with your vitality, your essence, you as a being, you know, what you're expressing. Um, if you have Mercury or Venus or another planet in Libra, get on the internet, find out like, what is, what is this particular planetary energy trying to express? Because this is a full moon that's really interesting what it does in your chart. It basically, um, has a kind of like slingshot effect to it. And so it feels like there is a kind of tension that builds up, which is common at a full moon. And then something gets released and propelled uh, around the full moon. And there is, a, a, again, a ton of support for you to be growing in your awareness, making big shifts, big updates, big up levels, in what you can conceive of for yourself, in how you can imagine into your self-actualization. The more that you can focus on the potential of growth and happiness and creativity and adventure and expansion, the better. This is really a full moon that gets that, that like you can harness the, the best possible energy of it when you are 
optimistic and when you are thinking outside of the box and when you are thinking towards growth. And whether or not you get to travel across the world next year, you know, or create an art project that's going to end up in the Whitney Biennial or something like that, like that's not really the point. But if you can allow yourself to imagine those potentials in, in whatever way is relevant for you in your life, you know, like let your vision get that big. Next year, I'm going to travel across the entire world, like th throw away, you know, like try, try to distance yourself from the, you know, the fact that we're in a pandemic right now and nobody can travel. Like it doesn't matter if it's possible. That's not actually the point at the moment, possibility and like realistic logic. Like this is not the point. The point right now is to increase your imaginative potential and open space for possibility, open space for vision. If you could feel the way that you really want to feel, what would you feel like? What would you do with that energy? And again, you want to be thinking specifically around your creative energy, your playful energy, your expressive energy and the energy that you have for growth, for personal growth um, and adventure. Those energies, when they combine, help you make changes in relationship that are important changes to be making right now. Now, when it comes to relationship, again, I wanna just reference you know, this kind of feeling of, of like your limbs waking up after being asleep and that there might be changes that are happening for you in your specific relationships or within yourself when it comes to relationships that feel incredibly uncomfortable, that feel unpracticed, where you might feel shaky, woozy, weak, and like you don't like it. And there's also a lot of potential right now for healing. There's a lot of potential for the kind of intimacy and trust that can get developed when people are honest with each other as they go through changes and conflict. Um, the kind of relationships that can be formed when people meet one another and they are not consumed by the need to impress or please one another, but they can really be in their authentic truth together and also be relational, be curious about one another, right? Like be in a kind of um, uh, receptivity to one another. And this is really what your sign uh, wants to teach us all is to be uh, both in our own individuality and receptive and relational to one another. Not always easy at all, but definitely some of the work that really needs to happen right now. Now, the couple days following the full moon, the last few days of March, uh, that woozy, weird, uncomfortable feeling could be really strong. I just want to give you a heads up for that. If anybody is going through big relationship transformations or you're having some big kind of talk or something like that, you're trying to deal with things in yourself. The last couple days of March for some Libras could feel like a really big hangover. Um, please take care of yourself during that time if you, if you are feeling that kind of energy. Um, you may need to rest a lot. You may need to retreat and go inside. You might need to take care of yourself. If there are experiences that you're going through that are bringing you into spaces of loss or change or differentiation or unknowing and moving into some kind of next new phase in important relationships, you need time to integrate. 
You need time to retreat and to care for yourself during this time. Now, if you feel awesome, awesome. <laughs> Ride those waves. As we get into April, more clarity starts to come in. It feels like you have support for communicating more skillfully around your needs. It feels like your thought process gets opened up. You get a little bit more fire energy in your body and in your being. Um, this can help you when it comes to necessary conflict. And again, differentiating or feeling empowered in yourself to be yourself. And then as we move into the new moon, which is April 11th, this is a really powerful new moon for you to um, do some kind of practice, some kind of ritual. And I want to say that a practice and a ritual can be an awareness practice and, and an awareness ritual. It doesn't have to include choreography or certain kinds of, um, you know, actual, I don't know, like things that you are doing. But around the new moon, give it the full three days of the new moon, April 10th through the 12th, as much as you possibly can, fill yourself with creative energy and adventure energy and growth energy in whatever ways you possibly can. That might mean that you wake up half an hour early and draw for 20 minutes, or it might mean that you check out a travel book from the library and imagine where you could go, or you, you know, tune in with some mystical poetry and let that open up some, some internal space. This is the time around this new moon that you really want to give yourself those sources of support, creative, self-expressive uh, supports, and also the support of adventure and possibility and personal growth, the expansive kind of support. That will help seed the energy of the new moon. And this is a new moon that, again, really wants to help you feel strong in yourself in relationship, to feel empowered and present as an individual as you are in relationship uh, with, with important others and in the world. Um, as we finish out Aries season, um, we're, we're, you know, still moving through a lot. This is an incredible year, 2021. It's a year of a lot of things shifting and transforming. It's not a time when a lot of people are coming to a kind of clarification that allows them to really take a decisive next step into something. A lot of people are asking a lot of big questions and the asking of the question is the important thing. As we move into the end of April, I really want to encourage you to think about how you can open to love and be, you know, in a, a kind of like embodied presence with any love that's available for you. That could be the sunlight on your skin. It could be the wrinkles at the corners of someone's eyes when they're smiling at you. You know, it can be your child giving you a hug. Um, any love that you can tune in with, can you let it touch you? Can you let it come in? This would be a really, um, I think, very nourishing kind of space for meditation for you. The um, last couple days of Aries season, another cycle is coming to a close. This one is a Sun-Mercury cycle. 
Now this cycle um, relates to something I've been talking about for a while in your horoscopes, which is that you need to be having more fun <laughs> and um, you wanna uh, really invest in your own self-knowing. And so these are a lot of themes I'm talking about right now, but the kind of self-knowing that can come from you feeling your creative agency is really important. And your creative agency is your ability to find delight. It's your ability to lose track of time and get absorbed in something that's interesting to you. It's your ability to play and to stop being, you know, serious and just have a good time or something. Um, so you want to feel like there is more of an uplifting energy for you. It's challenging, I know, in this time of such extreme hardship and crisis and suffering in the world to always find upliftment. Um, so again, this is a time to really focus on where is there love available that you can tune in with and let it nourish and support you. And this um, particular cycle that's finishing up has a correspondence with some things that have been at work since um, January of this year and places where you might be trying to work something out in a different way or restructure things in a different way. There might be um, changes that are happening for you in important relationships in your home and your family life or internally when it comes to how you organize and orient yourself in relationship that have to do with what you learned from your early home and family life. Um, so some big restructuring energy uh, coming in in the end of April that's gonna help you, I think, with more clarity and this sense of personal empowerment that I've been talking about. Okay, well, I hope, Libra, that any or all of that uh, resonates for you and you can find some pieces to work with. Um, again, make the meaning that's meaningful for you. Take what works, leave the rest. Check in with your uh, sun and your rising sign. You can find them in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. You can also find your year ahead report there. That's an hour and a half long reading uh, for 2021 for your sign where I go through all the major transits, the big influences, and give suggestions for working with the challenges and the opportunities of them. If you want more embodied astrology in your life, please consider becoming an extended content subscriber. You can subscribe by donation. It's pay what you can and for your subscription, you get my um, extended content and that includes experiential calendars and worksheets um, that help you work with your own chart and the transiting astrological influences. You also get access to two workshops with me every month. Uh, one of those will dive into the astrology of the month and the second is more of a conversational and workshopping space. We spend a lot of time working with people's charts and their specific questions. It's really fun super generative space for those of you who are interested in astro. I hope to see you there. You can also follow me on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes podcast if you like this work. Share it with your friends and family. Um, I always appreciate any donations. Thanks for sending them. And I'm wishing you all the best in Aries season and beyond. Lots of love and bye for now. <laughs>